Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow espoused to another installment of Can Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, my good friend, Steven. What's up? What's up? Tell me, my friend, did you pour a little out this past week for Coolio? As unfortunately, he went to the ultimate gangster's paradise. He did. That's sad. R.I.P. He was a good one. Love some Coolio. I do love some Coolio. Back in the day. Yeah. Old school Coolio. Him and Medusa are the only two to pull that hair, hairdo off. <laughs> Just saying. And uh, as we get into today, today's conversation, um, it's actually going to be somewhat apropos because uh, Laura and I, we're going to talk a little bit about weddings and stuff. But uh, when I first met Laura, is a there, long time ago, is there one an of the announcement first... you haven't told us about you need to plan a wedding? <laughs> no. Oh, it was yeah. a wedding I had a long time ago. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, when we first met, um, one of the first songs that uh, we would listen to in the car as we were driving home from work was that uh, one, two, three, four, something new. Uh, so holds a special place in my heart. Nice. So Awesome. All right. Well, uh, as is our special place in the podcast universe, one of us brings a new, unique, or rare canned beverage to try. While we lap up its contents, uh, we will do our very best to entertain you with our take on life's most interesting topics. Today's being weddings, marital traditions, and should we still put a ring on it? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Question mark. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while enjoying some Bavarian sausage and sauerkraut at your next Oktoberfest. Or this one. Well, yeah, right. Like the one that you should be going to right now. Right. Because it does, I think they usually go till about the first weekend yeah. in October. Unless you're where we live and they do them in September for some odd reason that we have Oktoberfest at the last weekend of September. Well, I think that's how the, the tradition is. It's, it's, I, I don't it's like a that. run up to October. It shouldn't be. Oktoberfest so, should be in October. October with a K, by the way, as well. Oktoberfest. <laughs> is that it? Yes. And uh, we are live on this episode. So welcome to all of our live participants. We see several people have already joined us. Thank you very much for joining us. We love uh, when we uh, when we have you along for the conversation makes it so much more entertaining. It does. Um, Feel free to um, jump into the chat, um, post your thoughts and wishes and jokes and anything else you wish. Uh, now, Stephen, Stephen tries to, you know, kind of keep a monitor on on the chat situation, but we are a two man show, so sort of like texting and driving, it's a little bit difficult. So, uh, and keep I'm, with I'm us. male, so I usually can do one task <laughs> at a time. Asking me to do two things at a time is tough. So, all right. Uh, so, as is our tradition, let's bring in the can. <clears throat> I'd like to thank you all for coming to my wedding. First, I better go in there and propose to the girl. <laughs> if you're in the chat and you know where that came from, post it up. Yeah, it's up. What movie is that from? Garçon. All right. So I have the can today. Now, I will preface this by saying this can came from one of our devout listeners. Someone that listens to every episode and has been there since the beginning. And that is my lovely wife. (laughs) Uh, 
again, because this is a wedding type episode and uh, you'll get the gist of it here in a moment. Um, I, I don't really recall the reason for um, her to give us this can, but she saw this and it is from Cutwater. So yeah. we'll reveal here. Yeah, that you talk, I'll show. <laughs> it is a Cutwater grape vodka transfusion. And uh, she saw this and uh, said, hey guys, um, I think you're going to, I think you'd like to do this. Now we've done uh, like a number of other Cutwater spirits yeah. uh, on our show. So um, not something brand new uh, in terms of the maker, but this being a grape uh, vodka transfusion. I don't know that we've ever had a grape flavored uh, beverage on the show. And it does have some golf balls and golf teas. Um, and, and on the can, it says time for another round, the cure for your triple bogey made with our award-winning vodka, ginger beer, and grape juice. This refreshing elixir is ready to enjoy on or off the course. It's 1.5 shots of cut water vodka. Um, and like I said, has some ginger beer and grape juice in it. So I think my love of golf is probably one of the reasons that she suggested it. Also, the fact that it's grape. <laughs> it's right. like, hey, guys, you do this kind of crazy stuff. I will say this is uh, the, the least percent alcohol by volume of cut water I've ever seen. It's only 7%. That's what surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> yes. I, I looked at them. That's the first thing I looked at when you said it's cut water. I'm like, oh, man. Right. This is gonna kick We're about me. to get loaded. Yeah, this is going to be a special episode. <laughs> but it's only 7%. It's not bad. Right. And it's gluten-free. And it's uh, 12, 12 Florida ounces. So <laughs> yes. I think I can handle it. All right. Unlike most cut water stuff. Exactly. So we're going to open this can and hopefully those listening along live, you have a can of your own or a, uh, a, a drink of your own that you can drink along with us and um, enjoy as we uh, get into today's conversation. So as I mentioned, I kind of teased it a little bit to say today is about weddings. So what spurred this conversation? Well, we're coming up on my 20th anniversary. Congrats. Um, thank you. I'll give myself an applause here. You should. <laughs> so 20 years um, this month, uh, we have, uh, since we had tied the knot, um, we also just uh, got talk done talking about uh, a wedding on, on our spon on spontaneous episode where mm -hmm. I was a, a member of a wedding that, that I you didn't, didn't know, know anybody there, which the was groom or the bride. Ridiculous. And uh, took part in that. Um, so all of this around weddings, I thought, okay, let's talk about weddings. Um, what, how, what we think of them and some of the traditions okay. that we still see every day at wedding, or all the, all the weddings we go to. Um, and then should we keep it or leave it? Uh, so let's get started with, um, in general, um, do you still like weddings? Do you go, when you do you like going to weddings? I love receptions. <laughs> that is it. Everything else I don't care about. Like, I, and holistically, I don't care about them, not just for me, for any of them. Like, I know that that's a special time. Great. Go do that. But there, there's no reason for that to be an hour. The whole wedding, like that's nonsense. The ceremony. The ceremony nonsense. I skip That's all. what's binding the people together I, in love. No, it's a piece of paper that's binding them <laughs> together in love. Like, just throw a party. And say, okay. I want all my friends to be there, and we want to have a good time because we want to celebrate our love. Great. I'm in. I'm into that. Oh, and I know you enough. I've been right. to some wedding. I've been to your wedding, yeah. um, and I've been to weddings that you have also been in, and I know you. You love to dance. You're I a do. dancer um, and love to uh, cut the yeah. rug, as they say, right? Well, the old a, people, probably. A few spirits and, and get on the dance floor and have a good time and you know celebrate. It's a good time. Yeah. I love it. 
One, two, three, four. Get your woman on the floor. Yeah. Got to get, get up and get, up and get, and get down. down. You do. All Please. right. Um, so I, that's just kind of where we're going today, okay. right? Um, and maybe towards the end, we'll go, after all that we've talked about, we'll go, do we still think, do we like weddings? Do we like these traditions? What do we think of them? Um, so I kind of want to do the keep it or leave it. And, okay. I, and I felt that was a good way to, for the people in Sweet. the chat, if they can say, if I you know throw out a tradition or throw something out there, they can throw, keep it, leave it. And then uh, we'll kind of get into why we think what we do. Um, so let me just talk about the wedding costs, because um, that's the first thing, right? Like, <laughs> what do you think? It's th crazy expensive. <laughs> what do you think the average wedding costs? Oh, it's ridiculous. In, uh, as of 2021 per nerd wallet. Uh, and and then kind of backed up by the knot because a lot of some of the stuff that I got as far as thirty five grand. Oh, you're a little high. All right, so twenty eight. Tw oh, twenty eight. There you go. <laughs> twenty eight thousand dollars. So just on the surface, twenty eight thousand dollars to pay for a wedding. Keep it or leave it. Leave it. That needs <laughs> to be a thing of the past. All right. Do you have a a bogey number in mind? Do you think that uh... my wedding cost eight grand? It was put together in less than two months. Yeah, it was fast. Um, and it was the necessary people made it to a church and made it to a, a reception where we had a good time. And my father-in-law then immediately went out and went to two different boats and, and got hit two different royal flushes on, on the consecutive weekends and paid for my wedding. $4,000 a pop. Done. Free, oh, free wedding. Nice. So... My bogey for my kids is going to be eight grand. Two royal flushes. Yeah, two royal flushes. If if I can't pay for it in two royal flushes, I'm out. Right. You're on your own for everything above that. <laughs> nice. Right now That's they spend awesome. like eight grand on a wedding dress. I know we're probably I'm skipping ahead, but yeah, no, twenty eight grand. That's ridiculous. I would rather say, I'll give you twenty eight grand, or you can have a wedding. Like, I would rather give you money that you can invest and do something with. There's a down payment on a house. Yeah, for something productive versus something that's a one-night thing that you get pictures of. Okay. All right, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I, got passionate. I got passionate already about this. I'm like, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a ton of money. And that's the average, right? So, like, you yeah. know, you're factoring in where we live. Our standard, our cost of living is probably, you know, a bit more mellow compared to other places. So, ours are probably, you know, a little bit... Less, but then there's some that are way higher. And I think we've known those. Yeah. We've, we've seen those. We've been to those where we look around and we're like, wow, this costs a lot. I think our live listeners agree with us, too. <laughs> the or at least they can, hear, they can hear and agree with my anger on the cost. The passion so, that's is awesome. there. All right. Um, so let's talk about the engagement. Um, the person proposing should ask the family for permission or the father for permission. Keep it or leave it. Uh, I'm going to still go, I'm going to go with keep it. You like that, right? You have two daughters. I do. So if they I expect were... them to, I expect their significant other to come to me and say, I, I plan on marrying your, your daughter and us have a conversation. But to get your permission, what if you said no? What if, what if you were like, you know, I uh, just so, had something better in mind, so I'm going to go with uh, negatory. I've had that thought experiment in my own head, just for the record. and so <laughs> As I all fathers yeah, have. As you should. You're like, what if you go, yeah, negative. Right. Um, I think that's the time to say, here's my concerns. Um, I, I can't control you. You're grown adults. True. You guys go do what you want to do. Right. And I will support you in it. 
here's how the things I think you need to consider prior to getting into it. All so, that said, Stephen, though, I'm going to need a check for $28,000. You're not getting it. You're getting two trips to the boat with me. And if it pays for your wedding, you're good. <laughs> two royal flushes. Two royal flushes and, and, and we can we'll get talk. out of here. Yeah, then we'll then, talk. Then it's fine. And if you hit them, even better. That's gonna, right. that, That'll give me the yes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Agree. I don't know. Like for that one, I think it's kind of weird yeah, to say the permission uh, is needed. I think that's kind of old school. It I is. I think it's kind of nice maybe for a heads up before maybe uh, it's put out there on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. And you know. I, I want to be involved in the, the thought process because you're not just marrying my daughter. You're marrying into our family. family. Exactly. And, and I want the ability to, to talk through that, I think, as a father. So you're the, are <laughs> right. you the same? Yeah, probably less of a coach than like you, you tend towards that coaching. I can't help it. It's a men yeah. mentality. I, I would just like to celebrate with you on a very much more personal level than finding out via other means. And I want to be involved. Yeah, like, and, for sure. And not, I don't have to be there when you propose. I don't have to be right. part of that. Right. But I want to be part of the, like, I don't want you to go, hey, we got engaged and married last week. And <laughs> right. you're like, what in the hell is wrong with right. you people? So, yeah. All right. All right. So still talking about engagement. Um, let's factor in this is for non-same-sex marriages the man should be the one who proposes on one knee <sighs> keep it or leave it damn it um keep it i kind of like it as well and, you know I'm like go with keep it. i did it you know i you know i, I and it felt kind of cool right because you're like I know this is an excitement. There was a buildup a bit of anticipation of uh, you know you this had like is, six years of buildup for you it wasn't that long. It was like a decade. <laughs> it was like four. Like the anticipation must have been killing your wife. Like when is this going to ever happen? Uh, she she asked a few times if uh, we thought that there this would was be going that direction. Involved. I'm like, hey, hey, you know, we're uh, we're Did you ask early. her father? Uh, no, her father wasn't not really in the picture. But I asked her mother. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, I it was less asked, of an ask, more of a tell. It was more of a hey, let's um, let's have a conversation. I'm I'm preparing to to ask for okay. your daughter to marry me. I'm just wanting to let you know. Do you have any questions? And let's, I'm pretty sure if she's been involved this long in this relationship, she's going to say yes, right? Because she was excited. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So we're, we're good with the bending the knee, doing the traditional. It's kind of cool. There's something to it. And, there and if you're in a same sex marriage and any one of them can, any person in that relationship that makes it can, easier. Cause either yeah. one of them are available. To and really that. even in a non same sex marriage, women propose nowadays, right? I mean, if, would you, would you, if your wife had proposed to you, would that have taken anything away from it? Just for, I, like, I know we're not going to try to delve deep into crazy stories, but <laughs> I told my wife after three months, I go, you're the person I'm going to marry. And she told me I was full of absolute S like, it was like, you're on crack. And I'm like, I'm just telling you now I knew. So no, no I think she was still a denier maybe up until a year ago that she was going to get married to me. <laughs> like, I, no, I, I don't think she would have ever done that. I do think it's probably okay. I just think there's something um, vulnerable about asking somebody to marry you. To say, I'm going to put myself out there. I think we both have good assumptions, right. and but I'm going to make the commitment. I think there's something about that. That right. will you be my best friend forever? Yeah, Ew, that's weird. That's um, like a dog. Um, I, don't, I mean, there's a lot to marriage, but like one of the, that's the things thing. that we've I, talked I about is that's a big thing. You're so marrying your best friend. You're saying, and I'm going to commit to you forever. I'm it's, committing. It's whoever makes that act. I think there's some the vulnerability in that 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 is attractive to say. I'm going to kind of relinquish my control here a little bit. 
So either one can do it. I just think it should be the guy. And kind of compounding <laughs> off your point, right on. <laughs> um, when I did, when I uh, asked Laura to marry me, um, I said, I, when I got engaged, I said, I, I could be married today. The wedding is more something that you it's are looking forward to. Stuff. And I'm ready to be, I'm, I'll, I'll be there with you in the, the wedding. But as far as the marriage itself, when I propose, that is the day I, I'm like, we could yeah. be married today. And it all good. All good. This is, right. this is the package right here. Right. It's all wrapped the up. The wedding is the icing it's the on the formality crap. Right. Yeah. It's for everybody else to celebrate with us. Right? The irony behind you saying the icing on the cake. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Long engagements, five to 10 years. Oh, Keep it or leave, leave it. Leave it. <laughs> you, either, you either know or you don't know. That's an interesting one to me, right? Like, yeah, some of the longer engagements. Were, we, we got engaged, but uh, we're going to take this, 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 and six years from now, we'll, we may get married. That's interesting to me as well. Because, again, coming from my point of view where I was ready that day, to be married, I was like, we could get married tomorrow. The average length of um, uh, an engagement per the knot right now is 18 months. Uh, and I don't know if anything had to do, you know, like the pandemic stuff has to do anything with that. I'd, I'd love to take that out of the equation. But unfortunately, you know, some of that. 18 months? May have lengthened that a little bit where people were. Uh, it's also to, part of the 28 grand is you got to plan a, a place that's probably booked for a year. So you're right. booking years out anyway. Like, yeah. When Jen and I got engaged, um, we said we'd get married in like 2000 or something. Yeah, right. We got married in 96. Right, 96. And we're like, we'll get married in 2000. We were were planning four years, five years out. Yeah, four years out. So, um, yeah, we were planning that That was a long one. Yeah. Yeah. When we got engaged, uh, we said one year. And and we were married one year to the day that we got engaged. We got engaged on the same day. That that you got married. married. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about rings, engagement rings. It stands for the promise of marriage, the the circle that is never ending, symbolizing your devotion and commitment, um, and the fact that it's uh, you know two carats and uh, ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna stop you now and go leave. Keep it or leave it. Leave it. I'm doing that also for our live I, listeners. I appreciate as well. that. Absorb in yeah, the I engagement know. ring process. How much should you spend on an engagement ring? Um, you what you do is what I at least what I found is um, in my one time experience is you find a, a woman with really small fingers and then big rocks looks like <laughs> like costume jewelry on her. Right. And so you're like, you need a little rock because it makes it's proportionate to your finger width. And then, <laughs> then she goes with that. And you're like, yeah, I'm in it for a quarter of a carat diamond instead of like an eight carat diamond or some nonsense. So yeah, I, th- I say leave it. So what is the purpose of a ring nowadays? Like, do you think that rings still have show relevance? No, uh, it's just a relevancy. show. No. Okay. It used to be to symbolize eternity and all that kind of fun circles stuff nonsense. But now it's just like, I'm going to show this to, I'm going to put this on Instagram, show my friends and, <laughs> and make people feel jealous. Well, shut up. You don't, nobody needs that. That's not a thing. So rings no. meant to make your partner happy or to make their friends jealous. You feel like there's a bit of maybe both. I mean, I do think that on our part, you know, we are rings and we've had this discussion on rings, right? Our wedding rings. Uh, I didn't wear one for a fairly long time because it was metal. It was real heavy. Mm-hmm. When I tried to type, it was just always kind of, you know, I didn't 
discount the the symbolism, right? I'm like, it's not like I took the ring off and was like, all right, that weight is off my finger. Right. Um, no. I just it it was cumbersome in in fact in, uh, of jewelry. Until, I'm not a jewelry guy, right? so yeah, I did. I wore mine for probably 15 years, and all of a sudden Amazon came around, and I'm like, these silicone these things. silicone rings are everywhere. Done. Um, and so yeah, I can order like a five pack of those for eleven dollars or something. Right. Like, these are great. I when I'm working out or if I'm like, I'm I'm active. I, at least I'm. I used to be active. I'm semi-active now. But yeah, you go out and you, like having that big metal ring sucked. And yeah. it doesn't mean I love her less. It just means <laughs> right. I don't like wearing jewelry. Yeah. Like I, that ring is not to mention my my knuckles got fat and it started not to be able to come <laughs> off. And I'm like, if I put this back on, it may never come off again. And so. when and when I wasn't wearing the ring, Laura mostly didn't say much about it. But every once in a while, and uh, she would say, "Oh, I wish you kind. I wish you did." And I would say, "Well, is there a reason? Like, do you do you think that I'm I'm you know going out and 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 you know not having a ring so that I don't look married or like and and it really wasn't that. So I think there's different schools of thought, right? On so did, on the ring. So did she ever say, "I guess we're not married since you're not wearing your ring." Uh, well, we had a running joke of, um, well, we're, we're going to be single today, right? Like, cause I wasn't wearing a ring mostly. And then mm -hmm. she would, uh, you know, for her work, she's a baker, right. And would right. be, you know, hands deep into uh, yeah. a lot of that. And she she would take hers off and I'm like, all right. It, it, then she would go, we're single today. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so we've probably all heard too, that like millennials are sort of going away from diamond rings. Do you buy into that or not? I buy into millennials being weird and trying to do different stuff. So sure. I mean, I, I personally don't care what that ring is. It should mean something to the two of you. Um, other than that, don't think it matters. I don't think it has to be diamonds. I don't think it has to be anything. I think it has so to no be three month salary rule that was made up by the way, by De Beers, just a right. FYI in the 1930s, because you know, before then, they weren't like rings weren't even really diamond rings weren't really the popular. Right, it's just a gold mode. band, wasn't it? Yeah. So, like, but the the diamond company was like, we 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 need, we need to, to sell, sell more diamonds, right? So De Beers got on this kick. They originally said it was like one month, and then it kind of increased in time to two, and then or, or, then to three. Uh, the average cost right now is six thousand dollars. But I, what, what I'll tell you is, is that millennials really aren't going away from diamonds per se. And that's different what, than what most people think. However, I will say they're going away from natural diamonds and oh, going into synthetic, stuff? synthetic and uh, diamonds. Created. And the reason for it is lower environmental impact and also no the the, the lack of human right violations, right? Like right, you're they're, not, they're in tune, right? Yeah. No, no blood diamonds here. Right. So they're actually buying a lot of synthetic diamonds. Um, which I think not everybody was sort of aware of, and that was kind of new to me. So they're still spending the money. Um, so it's yeah. not like millennials aren't spending some money on engagement they're just rings. They're just doing kind it of with doing a different it. intent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I still don't think it needs to be a diamond. I also don't think it needs to be a giant diamond. So I'm going to go with leave that crap alone. <laughs> you you do something that you think is going to make a impact and make a main, meaningful commitment to that other person, whether that be... What about tattoos? A lot of people now are getting tattoos. No, I know I think, at least two or three people. Yeah, that can't be undone. No. No tattoos. I'm going to go with <laughs> leave that. That is truly, that is truly, if you say it can't be undone, which they do have a ways of uh, I agree. You know, taking off tattoos. But let's say it was permanent. Now, that is a permanent fixture where you're really calling out your devotion to your significant other. So I, I, I'm just, a, I guess... 
I'm more opposed at putting like someone's name across your chest than you're like uh, like a girlfriend, right, or whatever. Like that's what is wrong with you? Big sailor tattoo yeah, on your it's arm. It's like Judy, and then you have to cross it out because you start dating a, a girl <laughs> yeah. named Marlene, and you're like, now I got to put Marlene on my arm, um, which is fine, perfectly good. I'm just saying you've you've you're not good at commitment if you're having to scratch people off. No, um, I don't know. I'm just not a big tat. I think there there's something about having a tangible item that is a symbol. For me, I don't know. Okay, I don't know why. So don't don't go. Let's delve into that. I don't have anything deeper. So you're okay with rings? Don't have to be expensive. Don't nope. have to be show off. Don't have to be tattoos. But yeah. you're okay with I'm the okay ring with rings. and the symbology yeah. there. Agreed. All right. Yes. Ooh, all right. The circle. Here we go. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about the actual wedding. So we've gotten the engagements done. We got a ring on the finger, which you're okay. Put a ring on it. Let's do it. And now it's the planning phase. All right. So what do you think about prenups? Have a leave it, keep it. Think more people should do it. Less people should do it. Is that a bad word in the marriage? Um, I, so I, I only know it from my experience because I don't have like I'm not I didn't make a, a billion dollars and then find like <laughs> right. a, a, a chick that's 20 years younger and go, well, it's the, we're going to do a prenup because you have nothing and I have $20 billion, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. All right. Um, I don't, for my situation, I don't think it's, it's necessary in that if you're committed, you go, we share things. That's part of the agreement. This is the deal. Like, and if we get divorced, we share things. That's also part of the deal. It is what it is. Um, uh, I also think there's, we've had conversations, I think when Andy was on here, around um, trusts and things like that. And I think you, you set up your money to say, this doesn't get sucked up in some sort of angry divorce, right? like that it will go to your kids and there's a trust set up for that. Like there's ways to do the money stuff, right? But I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of prenups, but I probably, I know that there's a reason why you have them. Um, like just how people are. Yeah. My take on the whole thing here is that I think there is a bit of a, forward-looking and uh, realism that not always relationships work out forever. I would, you know, I, you want to know that. You want to think that going into a marriage. But it, it might be good to sort of solidify some things to go, if things don't work out, how do we amicably separate? Maybe the question they should ask then is, how do we figure out whether or not we think things are going to work out. What, what's the duration of time we need to be together and living like normal people, like, like a couple? And, and before we tie the knot and say that we are legally in the eyes of the state where the court can get to money, where, where are we comfortable that we're saying we're going to be together forever? Because there's no reason to get, a, get married. If you're going, I'm not going, this may not work out. That's just, just date. So, like that's what dating is, is this may not work out. Well, this that seems kind of fun that's right now. Part of my ultimate question here is, um, you know, weddings, I think, have served a purpose throughout history, right? We've had them for a long, long time. This is not a new concept. Right. It's very old. But, you know, kind of where we've evolved to in our culture and our society, do we still want to put a ring on it? Is, is the whole concept of a marriage um, even something that we necessarily want to do, right? Um, there's tax sort of implications. Right. Uh, there's a governmental aspect right. when you get married. 
But and then there's a religious aspect a lot of times for people that are religious. But if you weren't overly religious, and you know you're like ah the tax implications are kind of they don't exactly skew. Now once you have kids, now you really get a tax break on that, right? Right. But like you know when you're married. It can kind of help you, right? The tax you get, a, you know, when you combine your taxes, there's ways to kind of make it. But, you know, otherwise, why do it today? Uh, agree. $28,000. You might just be able to save yourself and say, hey, we're living together. We love each other. We're committed, you and I. There's a way to do it without saying I'm, I'm into it for, I, I don't need to spend $28,000 to say I'm committed to you. In fact, if I have to sign a prenup and then spend thirty grand, like... To prove that I'm committed to you, I probably am proving the wrong points here. Like, I, like you can do, you can show commitment without having to spend that much money. And I'm getting a bunch of flack in our just know that in our live chats for being a cheapskate. And they're like, anything that deals with money, Stephen's out. He'll he'll spend it on hunting and fishing stuff, That's but right. not on a ring. And I get that. Um, and I don't. I, I, Sure. That's probably true. Um, well, one of the reasons I ask, okay. so I want to tee this question up and then it'll, uh, then we'll go ahead and rate this, um, grape concoction, yep. um, transfusion that we have. And then we'll talk uh, more about some of the other wedding traditions that we all know and, uh, watch. Um, I noticed I didn't necessarily say love cause we'll see. Right, right. Um, but I watched this movie, uh, and I think it was called, I do until I don't. And, um, there was a concept in the movie of having a five. It's like a five. Let's call it five because I. It was either five or seven. Let's call it five because it's a nice round number. A five-year contract where you say, "Here's how we're going. This is our commitment to each other, and we're going to do it for five years. And then when five years comes up, we either renew it, and we do another five years, or we go. Ah, this wasn't kind of working out like we thought it would. What are your thoughts on a contractual commitment that takes? By the way, I know this. It sucks all the romance out of what we're talking about. Yeah. So, so it, it gives me Sheldon Cooper vibes. Um, <laughs> yes. On this one. Like the roommate agreement? This is, is the marriage agreement. This is the fact that he gets jazzed about contracts in general. Like, oh, I can write a contract. Um, so from, from my marriage of 26 years like i've been married for a long time right um and i i do think there's something about um like level setting every so often i don't think it should be a contract (laughs) (laughs) all right you say leave it leave the contract out of it because is it setting you up for some sort of like is it an out where it's like uh it might be easier to just call it call it a you know go you know what I'm not I'm not a hundred percent here so I'm just gonna go ahead and maybe think that there's greener pastures whereas if there isn't this contract and there's some sort of negative impact of a divorce that you might go hey I want to work on this whereas you might not before yeah I mean literally your when you tie the knot whether you're twenty or thirty five or forty. Or 50, whenever you tie the knot, you're saying, I'm going to be with this person forever. Right. That's what you say in front of your God, whatever that may be. And the government. And the government. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. the IRS. And the IRS. Um, so, I, I, I mean, every five years you can opt out. I mean, that seems like just a bad medical plan like or something. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not really how right. it works. And it's saying, I, you know, I have a commitment for a little bit. Uh, that's that's crap in my head. Yeah, so I'm gonna it go was with just no. an idea. And it was kind of on the surface when you think about it. You're like, huh, how would that, you know, play out? 
Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily a, a proponent of that either, but it was just, again, a, a thought or an idea to go, does that make somewhat of sense? I'm, you know, if, if we, if we want to get married, but we don't want to necessarily roll the dice on be, forever being forever. And we don't want to put all get our married. money. In. I know. Don't I'm with get you. Okay. married. Ah, like, okay. All right. I'm, I'm just throwing saying, out all the potentials. I, I can, you know, I can appreciate the it. potentials. All I'm saying is, is if you don't go into marriage thinking this is going to be the rest of my life with this person and, and the rest of our lives, whatever that may be, you know, whoever dies first gets out easy. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, winner take all, whatever that is. I, like you, if you go into it going, I'm only going to give this five years and we'll re reevaluate. I think you need to be reevaluating your, your marriage all the time. What am I doing that, that isn't going well? How do we fix this? I'm with, um, and that's a great, that's a great perspective. Oh, no, you took the other one, Sheldon Cooper. You're going to go try to write a contract. Well, I'm just a realist that I'm there's just... like 49% of marriages or something like that. Like, oh yeah, a lot, you know, and, and in divorce and, you know, when that happens, money gets distributed, usually not to the, to the couple, but you know, to either the lawyers and the courts, courts and, and the, yeah, everything goes through probate because no one's prepared uh, and it's like, a mess, it's right? So like terrible. it's nonsense. Okay. Right. So I just think. Just you, you, you have poor expectations getting into marriage if you think you can get out, out of it um, easily. It shouldn't be easy to get out of. You made a commitment. You right. shouldn't, it, just like any other promise or commitment you make, it shouldn't be painless to get out of. And for those yeah. of you that have not heard this, uh, one, and the, <laughs> one of the things that uh, my wife and I have said, and this wasn't original, I can't take full credit for this because I heard it somewhere else, uh, but we did uh, commit to, if anything ever goes so far south, we don't think that we can recover, we will go into the backyard with a pair of pistols and we will <laughs> duel. duel it. <laughs> and whoever gets it, you know, whoever's uh, That's where the money gets goes. it all. Nice. Um, and... Uh, She's a better oh. shot than I am, so I got to work on things if uh, if it's my you know if there's a problem. All right, uh, so let, let's uh, take a moment and uh, relax okay. from the, all this talk of marital contracts Ugh. and uh, talk about this uh, grape vodka infusion. This is yours. You it, start. I will start. Uh, <laughs> if I had to wrap this up in one word, I would call it trash. <laughs> it is not very good. Um, I like cut water, most of their stuff, every once in a like, and uh, you told me about something you tried. You were, you were like, I like these five things from cut water, but this like one other thing three. I don't like. It's like three things. Um, this is not very good, uh, in my opinion. It's overly gingery. Um, oh, it's crazy ginger. I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was just grape and vodka. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention when you read the label. <laughs> right. And it says ginger and grapefruit um, with natural flavors. There's it's, no grapefruit. It's just ginger beer. Grape juice. Oh, grape ginger, juice. Sorry, beer juice, and yeah. vodka. Um, um, they their their formula um, skewed too much to the gin to the ginger. Okay. And uh, we just had recently on one of our past episodes where we had a uh, a, a ginger and um, uh, the the uh, the bourbon, and that was a very good combination. I like ginger ale with yeah uh, as too. a mixer. Uh, but I don't like this much ginger. <laughs> it is a weird grapey flavor that hits you first, and then it hits with that back taste of yeah. extreme ginger. So when I when I first drank this, this is the thought that came to my the imagery that came to my head was um, it's as if you took a, a ginger beer 
which you can find on the market. Right. They're everywhere. Take a ginger beer, and the next time the snow cone man goes down your street, <laughs> chase him and ask him to hit that little squeezy thing of of gin of grape, like to make the top of a snow cone. And it is the you're right. It is there's a weird like oh it's a grape snow cone mixed with ginger beer. I'm like <laughs> yes. what the hell? Oh, I really wanted to like this too. Like I wanted it to be kind of this like an interesting grape ish uh, flavor. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a I'm between a one and a two. Um, I like this. I don't know where you're at. Why are you at this? Where are you at with this? Uh, you're gonna, I'm gonna be a finish one. it. So are I'll you? call it a two. All right. Um, if I, if I didn't want to finish it, I would, it would be a one. Um, but this, uh, it's, I'm going to finish it during this podcast and I've kept a good poker face, hopefully for those watching. Cause I, I, I made sure I knew on a couple of our early live shows, mm-hmm. uh, you had made, um, a, a visceral reaction to I something did. that we drank and it was like, well, we kind of know what you think of it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it stone cold here. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this. I'm, and, uh, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. I'm stuck somewhere between a two and a three. No, I'm not. It's a two. (laughs) I lied. It's weird. It's not that it's bad. Although you called it trash. It's just, if it just, like, if I could separate those flavors out, I would love to have a grape snow cone right now. (laughs) I'd love to have a good ginger beer. I just, this is the weirdest. On top of it. I know it's, it's, it's weird. I'm not gonna lie. This is a I, whoever yeah. let this through their quality control, their quality control process is, is a mess. This is a mess at Cutwater. I they think just they look. really tried really hard. And if you're gonna put this through, make it 15. <laughs> percent If I'm gonna <laughs> annihilate me into, right, if, into, if, into liking make it, make it 30. Right? Because like, I'm only gonna drink one. Um, like make it worth my time. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm gonna try to finish this. Like. Pina colada, this thing, right? Like make it 14 or 15%. Yeah. And I go, white Russian it. You know. Yeah. White Russian. Like I only need one or two and it's night, night time, <laughs> but you have to drink right. four of these. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you're, uh, playing along at home and you wonder if you should, uh, get the cut water vodka transfusion grape, uh, our recommendation is a solid no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's, it's definitely a two. <laughs> so, We're going to finish it. Yeah, just we not are. not necessarily buying it. You're going to watch every drop go down this gullet. I'm almost done. All right. Mine. So let's talk about more about weddings. Um, All right. So, again, keep it or leave it. Uh, parents of the bride should pay for the wedding. Parents of somebody should have to pay for it. And I hate because I... I, I Keep it or I'm gonna, leave it. I'm going to get one of our listeners who's sitting here live who's like, Stephen won't pay for nothing because he's up cheap. Point, right. I, like, I get I have two daughters. I'm going to pay for two weddings. It just is what it is. I'm okay with that. I'm just not paying 40 grand for each wedding. Okay. Right, like, so, so is, and is it a rehearsal dinner as parents of the groom? Parents of the groom pay for pay rehearsal, for rehearsal dinner. Pay the $7 for rehearsal dinner. <laughs> parents of the bride right. pay $8 million for a, a wedding that no one remembers. Right. So should dowries be brought back? Like if you're yeah. going to pay 28000 they sh- maybe should get a... Someone gives you, give me a cow. Two goats. <laughs> well, in this day and age, maybe at least season passes to Six Flags or something. Something. <laughs> something. I should get something. Uh, so I'm going to go with... All right. Uh, How about destination weddings? Keep it... Keep them. Leave it. Keep them. You like the destination wedding. Yes, because you know how many people can go to a destination wedding? Not 300. (laughs) All right. 
Like I, I'm willing to pay. Let's go to Maui. I'll pay maybe 28 grand. Take people to Maui. Okay. It's an experience for me. All right. If not, I'm just watching the bar tab at like the Elks Club going, <laughs> this thing's cost me 28 grand. I haven't left my hometown yet. And like a bunch of strangers are getting wasted. So you like the idea of destination wedding, maybe on a beach somewhere. Yeah, take the closest people to you, make it special, and go do that. You invite uh, people, but then say, don't worry if you can't come. It's it's, yeah. it's optional. It's absolutely optional. You don't have well, people yeah, no. that feel obligated yeah. to come. And I think obligation sometimes with yeah. weddings is right. kind of the... You got, you got 300 people at a wedding, and 150 of them just felt obligated to spend right. your money. <laughs> no. Right. Go away. All right. So we love destination weddings. I'm I'm for that I'm as well. Keep it on on destination weddings. I'm iffy on people paying like um, daughters having to pay for or bride side paying right. for it. And 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 uh, my wife and I have told our kids we're like you know if you want to do a destination, we'll we'll happily like you know jump on it. Like go to Vegas if you want to get married you know by Elvis or if you want to go to a beach. That's yeah. that's good. It is uh, gets the experience. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a fun it's, time. It's an experiential thing, right? Yeah. Like there's more than just going to a church and a, a reception. There's an experience of traveling, which is cool. All right. All right. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Keep it or leave it. Uh, can there be a third category of <laughs> don't care about it? <laughs> is this more for not the groom? This is so not. Yeah, this okay. is not a groom thing. So you it just... Leave it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if it's important to somebody, I guess if it's important to your your bride. Did uh, did your wife try I to fill so. the buckets? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't even know. I know mine filled the buckets. A couple of were, you know, like uh, it's something old and something borrowed, and right. You, but you start checking. It. Yeah, it's you start checking off multiple boxes with things. I, I borrowed right. something that was new from somebody and it was blue, <laughs> and you're like, I got three I got out of all one. covered on yeah, this one, this one thing. thing. And it's a bandana. All right, so it's just it's just a tradition doesn't that seems to be there for the purpose of just having it. I, I, I couldn't really find it. It seemed like it was um, there was some value in old, like it, it tied you to your family, right? I, I so I believe it to be. I'm sure it's tied in tradition of 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 people passing on, yeah, your family. Yes, and, and I I'm good with that. I love that, but I also think. Nowadays, there's a lot of people who come from, you know, single family houses and, and or single parent houses and that, that kind of stuff. I don't know why that would stress you out. Like, I don't have, <laughs> right. if you don't have a father to walk you down the, the aisle, right. find somebody important to you to walk you down the aisle. If you don't have something historically, re- just simmer down and drink the grape stuff. It's fine. <laughs> it's Stop making terrible. the faces. Anyway, um, if you don't have something blue that's significant to your family history that's gone back 12 generations... Don't, I don't know why that would get you down. Like, why Why do you care about that? Well, maybe it doesn't get them down. I don't know. Like, I, I, If they're freaked out about it. hopefully, definitely not stress. Right. right. Like, don't, don't, don't do things that cause you stress. Enjoy the, the, I agree with that. the tradition of it. And if, if there's some family history behind it that you can pull in, awesome. Have a good time. With Your that. marriage probably won't fail if you haven't. If you don't have blue or old. Right. Right. Agreed. Uh, the unity fill in the blank. Uh, used to be Candle, candles. Sand. But now it's... It just takes up time. I'm gonna fill go in whatever the most unique yeah. thing is a person no. can think of. Leave it. <laughs> it's a hardcore leave. It's it. a hardcore leave it because it takes up time in a ceremony that's just unnecessary. It's all these people sitting around watching you fill sand in a, a whatever. Stop. 
There, but there's many variations now. Yeah. I saw Candles. we went to a family wedding where they each put in their own kind of whiskey into a flask, right. which was kind of interesting. Well, do that at the reception on your own time <laughs> and let go. me get to a dance floor. All right. So you're like... No, I'm like, leave it. I don't care. We're doing the whole unity thing right. as we're saying I do. Yeah. Do you take this man? Great. Right. Do you take this woman? Sweet. Let's go to the reception and eat something and, and, and have a party. I think great and sweet are the traditional, uh, you uh, know, I do. Pff, no. Great. I, I need to get certified as sweet. a minister online. How do uh, I, you, I think I need to do I've that. I've done that, and I've married a couple, so uh, I can teach you the ways. All right. Um, only those on the address line are invited. Please don't bring your kids if they're not on the address line. I just wanted to bring this up because it seems like a lot of things I read lately, like, you know, we, we've talked about being on the Reddit and yep. um, there's usually somebody quabbling about, uh, should I bring my kids to the wedding or not? Well, you're supposed to look on the front of the envelope and people are supposed to know how to address the envelope. So if the envelope does not have your kids listed, like and family, do you leave them at home? Yes. Or bring them? Leave them home. Okay. Do you prefer adult weddings only? Uh, yes. You do? Um, specifically because some parents, if they get, um, if they get uh, babysitters for the kids, yeah. then they're more fun. <laughs> yes. If not, they're leaving at 8 o'clock to take <laughs> right their kids. And like they're, there's always, they're, always wor- they're not enjoying the, the ceremony of it. They're only, um, yeah, they're only worried about getting their kids the right food because chicken nuggets wasn't served and their kids are tired. And then one of them's beating the other one to death. And you're like, <laughs> right. God, you don't want to making a scene. Why are you even here? You're not, you're not even in, engaged in any of this. You're just, you brought your kids to a place that you're kidding. Like you're, you're parenting all right of this on. crap. Go, just go home. Like just go somewhere <laughs> where you can be comfortable. It's so interesting because I think, you know, there's sort of that, um, that visual of, you know, kids out there, free spirited, you know, dancing yeah. on the dance floor, running There's around. That's fun. I get that. Yeah. And, uh, and just, you know, and the kids are the spirit of this as well. Right. I so, don't know. I'm with you. Like I've been to both obviously, right. We've yep. been to a, a lot of weddings. Um, so the ones where it's adult only, I'm right with you. It seems like it's, it's more adult fun. If people can let loose, they've gotten their babysitter. Yeah. Um, and they're like, this is a night out. Everybody's and, and playing on the same it. playing field yeah. right at that point. You're all adults. Everyone's okay. And they're not worried about. So just to know, I was at a wedding a couple weekends ago and um, kids were there. It was great. Everybody had kids there. It's fine. It was, but right. later on in the evening, there's still some kids there and there are some adults out on the dance floor who were, super inebriated <laughs> sure and they Making were like great examples of oh themselves. yeah and they're like watch me break dance and i'm like one of these kids almost got kicked in the head and got like we got they got kicked and they got like oh geez oh it was it was <laughs> crazy um it was a blast but we're like we need to put helmets on every one of these kids out here because these parents these adults cannot are like not have lost control of all their limbs Basically, like half of them were breakdancing, the other ones were flailing. One of them was playing with lights, and like my kids are not safe out here anymore. Like you need to put a helmet on your kid if you're going to keep them out here, or just take them right. home. It's it's like ten thirty. Take your kids home, get them off the dance floor. Yeah, it's tough. 
And so. you, you, got, you got the open bar going. You got oh, the yeah, music things are going. Great and, and people are having fun. But yeah, and usually some... kids, they they uh, in that atmosphere, they start going a little bit nuts, right? Because yeah. there's sort of this freedom. Yeah, there's right? no rules. And, and they're they're like, this is crazy. And uh, there's all yeah. this music that you know is taking over the sound, and we can run around and we can jump out and. So there's somewhat of a fun, free spirit kind of aspect to it. But uh, yeah, if I was the parent of anyone under five, I would just choose not to bring them. Even if, pro- you know, I yeah, think when we had kids under five, we just left them at home because we're like, they're never going to remember themselves? it. By themselves? No, with a babysitter. Oh, okay. I'm like, you can't leave a right. five-year-old by themselves. Well, I mean, we don't talk about that Jesus. Um, too much. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, there was a certain age where even if it said our names and family, we would report back, yeah, there's just going to be the two of us yeah. because we're going to take this as a time to kind of get away from them and we'll be focused on them all night if, if, if not. Yeah, that's, that's all you do is right. you, you parent all night. And looking around, what are they doing? What are they doing? Where are they at? Right. <laughs> all right. Um, so, but the overall thought process too is respect who's invited, right? If it, Don't bring extra people. That's one of my things that I'm like... It, yeah, makes me laugh when like you see these or, or people are like, oh, they had a plus one, but they brought four. You know? Yeah, they brought all their know. kids. And you're like, yeah, oh. kind of. Re- let's respect the bride and the groom and that they have a head count. Right? Yeah, they're trying to right. meet a budget. I'm going to keep that. So. They're trying to meet twenty eight grand, right? Like <laughs> twenty. Right. Your kids' chicken nuggets are going to make them twenty nine, twenty nine five. All right, let's uh, get on to the toasts. What do you think about the ten to fifteen minute toasts nowadays? I feel like people have pressure to get the right kind of toast and they fail a lot. Yeah. I need you to be funny. I need you to be sincere and I need you to be succinct. Those are the three. That's it. What is, what's the key to that though? Like in your mind, I know what my key is. So keep it or leave it. The, the toast that we have that seems to be prevalent today is like the 10 to 15 minute. Leave um, that. You, we try to shove in four or five stories. This is an elevator pitch. You have you have less than three minutes. In okay. My head. Three minutes is, is sort of your bogey yeah, that's time. That's my bogey. Okay. You have three minutes to entertain me, inform me, and make me understand how good of a, a friend, companion, whatever you are, and why you're up talking and, and be joyful. My time. Yeah. About what we're doing here. Yeah. Right. Instead of getting lost in the I'm, I'm you're now the show. Yeah. And you're kind of you're, you're kind of making a. You're, you were at my wedding. Do you remember my best man toast? Uh, I don't. You don't. So long ago. No, I don't recall it. So, so my boy Mike <laughs> um, stood up and talked for 10, 15 minutes probably. Um, yeah. And I love and I love the toast and I love Mike. Um, and and he talked about all of the old stories and specifically one where we went to Canada. And we went, it had nothing to do with my wife, like <laughs> right. literally couldn't have anything like, like less to do with her. And it was all about how I saved a cooler full of alcohol and, and didn't save any of our tents or right. camping equipment. All I did was save, we had three bottles of alcohol and vodka on ice and, or something. And I saved that. Look at you finishing your grapes. It off. I finished mine a while back and then I dribbled it down my chin <laughs> and I got laughed at. Um, so yeah, so I, I think not that I don't love Mike. Mike's speech. Um, however, I think make it personal to the two right, of them. Right. Make it meaningful, but get in, get out. Like I agree. Get your laugh, get your sentimental piece, and get out. Like that's yeah. your goal. Right. Don't make the show about you. Yeah. It, 
Um, it's not a stand-up routine. Right. Uh, my, my other big thing in here is um, be prepared. Prepare ahead of time. There have been a several occasions, and I, I'm probably uh. speaking to the choir here. I mean, probably our listeners are very smart listeners, uh, but um, there have been multiple times where I have you know, heard from the best man uh, before the reception, um, what do you think I should include? Or like they ha- they're like still writing things down. Like, I'm like, you've lost this. You've lost that game. We got to like, save the date six months ago. <laughs> right. You knew you were the best man at least, at least eight yeah. months ago. Yes. Where have you been? So be prepared, write it out, practice it. I don't care if you have note cards. No, I don't either. Um, but when, it, when you're kind of looking at something and you're like, Oh, Oh yeah, that story. And then like you said, and, and it's like, you go down so some rabbit hole and it's weird. Yeah. Like, uh, I would say it would be good of you as the groom or the bride to sort of help co- like, Oh, okay. What are you thinking about your toast? Let's, <laughs> you yeah. know, let's not, let's not make this an all day ordeal. Um, but I would, again, so get I in, it, get out. Yeah. Make it succinct. Keep the audience wanting more, right? Yeah. It's okay. If they laugh, leave them laughing. Yes. Like, walk away. Yes. Exactly. If they cry, leave them crying. George Costanza it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I'm out. And I'm out. (laughs) The second you get them, go, you know what? Cheers. All right. What do you think about dances? Bride, father. There's so many. Mother. The mother dance. The father and the bride. And the... The wedding party and the... So as a... The traditional dances. Yeah. So as a participant of a reception, or, or yeah, as I'm there because of somebody else. Um, I hate those. They take up all this time <laughs> for no reason. As a father, I want those. Like, I want to do that with that my... A, that I want to want to do that with my daughter. Right. You don't want to miss out Yeah. I, when I, it's your turn. When it's my turn, I paid 28 grand for this MFR. <laughs> I am... We are going to dance, and it could be a four... It, it's going to be the longest song on earth. Whatever that song is, we're playing that, because I'm going to dance, and we're going to have a conversation, and we're going to have... Enjoy the moment, and, like, right. Right. just be it, present in that, and, and that's my time. So don't steal my time. So I'm <laughs> I'm keeping it, unless I'm... A, she paid for it, damn yeah, it. Yeah, I paid for this... <laughs> Use it every damn minute of it. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, as a spectator, uh, I think there's probably all walks of life when it comes to how they view it. I, I've watched people like tear up, you know, and get yeah. very emotional about somebody dancing, you know, and uh, not their wedding, right? And and it's, and I'm like, wow, that's really you've really gotten into that. It's yeah. like a really special moment. You're engaged, not only yeah. between the people dancing, but you, like, you're you're really into that. And I, I feel like they're probably associating that with their own. They're probably thinking in terms of when their kids are ready to get married, like you. Like, I want this for when I'm there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, the overly drawn out kind of stuff. Yeah. It, that's when it's sort of or. You know, I, I do like when, and, and I'm a little bit biased because we uh, took some a few dance lessons, and so we're instead of just doing the back and forth, we're gonna do a routine, like a ballroom routine. I don't know if you remember that, because then after it was done, you and I, like you ran out, and uh, do you did remember? Do, I got I a picture a of us I dancing don't. together. Oh, nice, good yeah. for good on me. No, I don't. I have so. Yeah, I'll post that up uh, so people can do. see it. But there's a, a really good picture of uh, me like dipping Steven at my wedding because it was like, As that was awesome. And he <laughs> ran out and he's like, do that. Oh, man. All right. So, what about the garter, to- the garter toss or the um, bouquet toss? Q 
Keep it or leave it? Leave it. <laughs> Tradition that just could die on the vine? Uh, yeah. Like, I'm sure at some point, somebody who caught the bouquet is like, I should feel some pressure to get married now. I'm now like, the next to I'm, get married. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I don't feel like it's that anymore. And I feel like all this just takes time away from your guests having a good time. Okay. Because no one really wants to go out there and catch that crap. <laughs> Well, but is there something to be said? Because on some of these, where I was, I was going to ask you, there's a structure in terms of the reception. If there were none of these like traditional things, I think there would be four hours of just do whatever you're going to do. But with these things sort of in place, I think people kind of like structure. People kind of like to see, oh, we're going to do this, then we're going to do, we're going to, then we're going to cut the cake. Right. I think there's so much of it though in a wedding. It's you're like, oh my god, I, like. We showed up to this wedding thinking we were going to hit the reception. They had just gotten done with like half of the formality of the wedding stuff. And so it was all that stuff was left a couple of weeks ago. Like we're like, we still have to cut cake. And we were like, we thought we were going to come slide in and be like, let's hit the cha-cha slide and get up out of here. We're like, <laughs> like it was going to be perfect. It was not, but there's, it just takes up a lot of time because it takes photographers and people to all be in the same place. And as a, a bride and groom, they want to go mingle and go talk to people. And they're never in the same place at the right, same time on right. the, on the wedding night or on the wedding day. Right. Like they're out right. like galloping around. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, Oh, it's time for this. And they're like, we you got to go find the, the bride. She's off like some, somewhere talking to somebody. Oh, great. So all that takes time. So use your, your guest time wisely. Yeah. And that's a good point too. Um, I, you know, I had a blast at my wedding. We did some of the obviously traditional stuff. I shouldn't say obviously, but I mean like, you know, we had yeah, that. Broke the, broke the glass in the <clears throat> napkin and you jumped over the broom. We did all that. We were on chairs. Yeah. We're not even Jewish. And we we're like, here, put us on a chair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we did everything. <laughs> so, uh, but I, yeah, so that was one of my questions too, to, to sort of rounding things out is, do you remember how long your reception was in real time or your perceived time? Because when you're the one that actually gets married, I think your perceived time is 30 minutes. I mean, it goes by so fast. It went by pretty quick. Uh, for us, um, I also think um, I was young, and there was a whole bunch of my friends there, and we were all had a lot of had a lot to drink, and so that was great. Um, nice. I, I mean, it went from it went from wedding toast to we danced, and then my my mom was like, "Okay, everybody, strip out of your tuxedos on the on the." in the parking lot of the hotel because she didn't trust us to wear our tuxedos right. in to the, so well, there's we, a deposit on these things, boys. Right. So she left, made us take all of our clothes. Like we walked in in boxers and t-shirts into the hotel that night. And I'm like, that was the end of like, that was the end of it for, it was between, you know, toast. And I had to strip out of all my clothes in the parking lot to walk in. Cause mom didn't trust us. Um, <laughs> but that, that, it didn't seem like it took that long, but for Fair. you, for you, it, it went. It was very quick. Um, you know, there was. You know, there's a lot of people that you're trying to. You're trying to talk to people. Talk to people. They want to congratulate you, um, and 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 it just goes by super quick. And it, um, but it was a good party. I will say one of the best parts about being the groom is that when you go to the bar, you can get in front yeah. of everyone. You don't have to really wait in the line. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you own know, the place, right? right? Like you're, you're like, like I, I need my normal. Just you know, give it yeah. to me. Uh, which was fantastic. Um, and yeah, so it, it, I, I had a blast. Um, I would do it again for sure. And my wife always talks about, you know, you know, when, when we have a, 
maybe for our 25th anniversary, we'll have some sort of party. I think that's usually when you kind of have your, uh, you know, your, hey, we've been married 25 years. It's the silver, right? Uh, yeah. I think anniversary. Um, all right. So one more thing, and then uh, we'll kind of, uh, I'll, I'll want to see if there's any uh, fun um, comments that you want to call out. But uh, keep it or leave it, consummation. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> It's the end of the night. Give me a minute. You've partied like a rock star. I'm too tired. For like five or six hours. I'm going to go with keep it, (laughs) I guess, because it's tradition. You know, that's what they say. You got to consummate the marriage. I'm going to go with keep it because it's tradition. Yeah, I mean... That's fine. So, yeah. You know, if you're... you're, I mean, 28,000 should buy you a pretty good... Consummation? Consummation. (laughs) 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 I, I didn't know where to go with that. All right, yeah, that was pretty apparent. So, uh, any fun? I, I, oh my, I see a lot of good. Uh, yeah, things are going crazy. That was a one face. Thank you, thanks, Andy. Yeah, that was a one face. Um, a lot of good stuff there. Anything uh, to highlight? Oh, I mean, it's 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 been the whole time, and I've tried to respond back to our our fun listeners online because that makes me giggle. Um, yeah, there was there was a phase where we were going through. Um, Steven's a cheapskate, which I, I appreciate. Um, <laughs> Do you know how many blinds I can buy for $28,000? But we also had um, a listener, which makes me laugh, uh, also talked about how their significant other proposed them multiple times and they said no. And then they proposed as the male to the female and they and she uh-huh. said yes. Very nice. Um, so uh, I, I had no idea that that even happened. We know this listener well. Okay. I thought it was crazy. I'm like, that's a great story. And I, yeah. I can't believe you guys are still together after that whole hat <laughs> thing. <laughs> but still, oh, man. Takes two to, to, it does. to make the thing everybody's go right. Got, everybody's got to be ready at the yeah. right time. So, All right. I love the participation, though. I love that folks join live. Um, conversation was awesome. So thanks, yeah. guys. Um, I think, you know, uh, my final thoughts are I, I do I appreciate weddings. I think they that they hold a place. Um, I think it involves family mm-hmm. and loved ones uh, celebrating, um, you know, a, a huge milestone in your life. Uh, and mine was 20 years ago. So happy anniversary to my lovely wife, because I know she'll be listening to this. Probably not live tonight. I know she's uh, got a lot on her plate. But um, when she does listen to it, uh, just happy anniversary um, for the 20 years we've been together. Uh, And, um, you know, should you put a ring on it? Maybe some of the traditions can uh, be um, negated. But I think overall, the uh, concept is still very much in play and valid and and, uh, makes for great um, stuff. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, but whatever goodness that is, uh, don't drink, um, <laughs> cut water, grape vodka transfusion. It is terrible. So <clears throat> parting it's not thoughts. terrible. It's a two. <laughs> Your parting thoughts. My parting thoughts are, um, be reasonable, be realistic, set expectations. Well, you'll be fine. And do There's, surveys all the time. Do surveys a lot. Um, gauge people's interests. Um, don't get married if you're not ready to commit for life. Um, and, and understand that that the, sh- the amount of money you spend does not equate to how much love you have. Like you don't have to spend 60 grand to commit to somebody for the rest of your life. You can just as easily commit to someone for the rest of your life and not spend that much money. True that. Um, and not that I'm a cheapskate. I'm just saying I think people have way overinflated it. So do what makes you happy. 
make sure you know what you're getting into and set your expectations well. And, and don't think that it's just going to be the way it is when you're 25, 20, 30, whatever you are, when you get like, it takes work. Marriage is hard. Like it's, it's so hard. hard. It's, it's so hard. But that's a topic for another day. It is. So RIP Coolio. RIP Coolio. Uh, enjoy indigenous people day and uh, day coming up on Monday. Um, feel free wow. to reach out, uh, leave, um, uh, any kind of comments, interactions you want. Uh, we'll go through the uh, comments. I'll read them through. I didn't get a chance to, but I, I love doing that after it's all done. So thanks everybody for participating. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks you. The bar is closed. The music has ended. The cleaning crew is clearing the tables. What more of a sign do you need? It's time to go home.